Hi, y'all. I'm Big Edna. People have been coming to Big Edna's Burger World for our world-famous burgers. But times have changed, and now we have expanded our menu. That's right. Now we have our Big Edna's Home Cooking. Come in for our new menu items like Spam Hash, Potato Cakes, Fried Bologna, Pickled Wieners, Waffles, Tuna Casserole Lasagna, Triple Patty Melt. We serve pizza all day, every day. We have fried zucchini and our homemade linguine. It's hard to beat. And for dessert, we have Mama's Homemade Rhubarb Pie, Eclairs, Jelly Donuts, Twinkie Wiener Sandwiches, Ding Dongs, man, Ding Dongs, yo, Fried Oreos, and our famous Rocky Road Sundays. That's Big Edna's Home Cooking. Come on in, y'all. They'll treat you like the evil, hard-bitten criminal scum you are. So don't download this song. Don't go pirating me. Welcome back to We're All Yankovics. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. What are we doing? Uh, don't download this song. Okay, then, then what are we going to do afterwards? Uh, we're going to go it? download that song. Excellent. Yes. I'm downloading songs right now. In my <laughs> Pants. Whoa. No, 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 you have your iPod in your pants right now? Yep, exactly. Okay, cool. See, no, sense. it's my phone. You your know, phone, yeah. iPods can't download stuff. Well, I don't know. I'm not very tech These savvy. Days, no, no, you need at least an yeah, iTouch. Yeah, Bluetooth. You can download from your laptop. Anywho. This is uh, straight out of Linwood, just like last Wednesday's song was. Wow. Linwood Wednesdays. Linwood, Wood Wednesdays. Wood Wednesdays. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, this was released in 2006, like we said before, but the song was available on digital services on August 21st, 2006. And then on August 22nd came the video. Yes. Yep. Yep. What a video. Yeah. And this was free on his MySpace page and his YouTube. <laughs> Weird Al's. Yes. Just in case we didn't actually say his name yet. Yes. Uh, it was recorded in 2005 on July 5th. Wow, okay. Yeah, and you can see some of the video in the background videos. Remember the the cool extra video outtake stuff huh. that comes with the DVD? Uh, you get to see like pancreas and some stuff. This is another one where the, you see everybody just in groups together trying to sing together as if. Yeah. I'm like, he doesn't do, like he's still, it's still sort of separated. Yeah. But like, it's almost what he's trying to do, which is a parody of sort of those charity songs. Yeah. Like we are the world mm -hmm. weird Al specifically has mentioned, uh, do they know it's Christmas and yeah. hands across America? Also. Right. It's one of the problems I have with this song. We'll get to that later. It's one of the problems you have with this song. Yes. Okay. You want me to elaborate on that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, why those songs were famous for having like, you know, 50 or 60 different artists in there singing and they were very distinctive. Okay. Al was not distinctive in this song. He basically is the same voice for the most part the entire song. He goes a little bit high sometimes, but it's basically it sounds like he's the same guy the entire song. Okay. He does good impressions of other singers in different types of song. He could have done more with this song vocally. I don't know though. I don't know if that takes away from the song though. If he were for me, to, it like, does. If he were to try to go through and like pretend to be others, like it would just be like a whole bunch of impressions, and that would be weird. I think. Well, I guess that's the thing I like. I, I like. Those I don't. Kind of I don't feel like. It, but then it's just like a stand-up routine or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like it's. Some I remember like comedians did that back in the day. I want to say, um, um, Billy yeah. Crystal did something. They like did. That. Yeah. 
So it's been done. So it's been done. Yeah, but still, you can't say, I'm going to do a song in the style of We Are the World and all those songs, which are famous for like all those artists. That's what they're known for. You can't do that and not at least do three vo- different voices. No, I, I understand what you're saying. I yeah. just, I don't know if he could... Maybe he tried and couldn't yeah. find a way to justify it well I enough guess. or something, you know? I mean, not necessarily. He didn't even have to necessarily do impressions of anyone in particular. Just a couple Just different rare, vocal yeah. types. Okay. Maybe throw in like someone who's like sounds like more British at one point or someone who sounds a little more high pitched. Just a few different. Like they sound like different people. This okay. sounds like the same guy the entire song, which for me personally takes away from the concept of the song. That, okay. That's all. I understand. It's a good song, but I, it's understand like, I feel it's saying. a missed opportunity. And if you're going to say it's a style parody of that, you got to nail the style. And that, for me, does not nail the style because you're just doing one voice. And that style is like 50 guys singing and girls. And they should have had a woman in there. Well, I mean, there are in the background, but I'm, not I'm the same. I'm going to argue okay. that it's not a missed opportunity, that it was an opportunity he looked at and re- rejected. Probably. I, if I that makes any sense. I, yeah. I am unique in that i, I no, would say that's fine i'm all maybe it's, I'm it's a, a good minority. it's a good it's a good note i think yes is, is it, w- it could have been added to but maybe at the moment he didn't find a way that made that make sense probably and also the narrative of the story might have been weird if he had jumped different voices mm-hmm. like because it is sort of i don't know it, it feels like it's got a a single narrator kind of i don't think I don't it know. does no it's like right. some of the record industry and like it should be like he says we're a few times. But yes, there are background singers. It is a group, but they're all in the background. And this is basically one lead singer. So I think that should have been like, yes, keep all the background, like the singers and the girls and everything, but have at least three different lead singers mm-hmm. type of voices. Okay. That would have made it better for me. Well, if you want to talk about voices, mm-hmm. uh, Randy Crenshaw, Monique Donnelly, Kim Aaron, Angie Jari, David Joyce, and Lisa Popeil were all uh, backing voices for this song, yep. uh, as well as Kim Bullard playing keyboards, John Dixon playing French horn, uh, Nick Lane playing trombone, and Lee Thornburg, Thornburg. Thornburg uh, playing trumpet. Cool. Yeah, just in case you wanted to run down of I was specific people's. Yep. No. Uh, Al says, I wanted to write a song that occupied a gray area where you wouldn't really know whether I was coming down on the side of the downloaders or the side of the RIAA. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. And I think it did that. I think there's enough hyperbole, hyperbole? hyperbole on both sides yeah. to sort of, he's sort of, it almost is like he's mocking both sides. Yeah. He does. He, he walks the line very well. Yeah. He, he's, and, and there are, because there were giant problems on both sides of the thing to go, no, you can't just expect this stuff to be free. But at the same time, you can't go in there and like, I, I think at one point, one song was like the potential was like $1.5 million or something. And like somebody had stated that like um, insurance for, like doctors, like mal malpractice suits, could not go higher than like 0.25 million. So this was like three or four times more expensive for one song than it was for like a doctor's whole malpractice suit. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it was. It, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I think. Uh, 
Al also said, and this is a little bit more jokingly, but it's quoted, uh, I have very mixed feelings about it. On one hand, I'm concerned that about the rampant downloading of my copyright protected material over the internet is severely eating into my album sales and having a decidedly adverse effect on my career. On the other hand, I can get all the Metallica songs I want for free. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it makes sense. As, as an artist, you, you do want to be on both sides, you know, and and I think the big thing was the fact that the fact that the music industry was trying to get more money out of it, but none of that was going to the artists. Yeah. And so it was this, so they kind of, the artists, they lost the artists as backers in that moment because the artists realized they still weren't making any money off of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they get to the point, you get to the point where you have somebody like, uh, is it Drake? I think. Uh-huh. Somebody releases his albums basically for free and just makes all his money off of concerts yeah. and swag and stuff. I think like most that. people do that now. Like, yeah, like exactly. Beyonce is doing that. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, here you go. so like things like that, it, it's gone a lot. It's been, it's been 15 years since that kind of stuff was relevant. And it's kind of interesting to see how, how the system has gone. In yeah. the song itself, he references a couple of things. The grandma that he references is probably Gertrude Walton, who the RIAA said um, was the, the user smitten kitten uh-huh. uh, and sued her even though she had been dead for several months. <laughs> wow. And that's when the RIAA said, yeah, sometimes we don't get it right. Yeah. And it's like, well, then you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, right. Uh, if you if you don't know who you're targeting, then you can't just randomly target somebody. Another person was that seven year old girl was Tanya Anderson's daughter, and apparently I was reading that uh, the RIAA targeted Tanya Anderson for downloading these. Like, she was this handicapped woman who was a single mom, and she was. Like apparently they said that she downloaded all these like hardcore rap albums. <laughs> oh wow. Like with 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 song titles that like they couldn't even print in the wow. newspaper that was the I was reading it from. And what they were doing was they were sort of bothering her daughter like at school and trying to get interviews wow. with her daughter so maybe they could get her daughter to like have her con- confess for her or something like that. Wow. And at, at one point she even claimed that they were like saying confess or we will take your daughter away from you or something Dang. like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Separating parents from their children just to sort of like enact this insane rule that they had, you know? Yeah. It's, it was kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Um, so there's lots of other things. Tommy Chung. I, somehow I did not connect Tommy Chung with actual Tommy Chung. Uh? Like the name. So you don't remember Tommy. <laughs> No. Remember Tommy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wow. Because there were a couple of big name people. Right. Like, in terms of that were actually in jail for this type right. of thing, for hacking and right. stuff. And so I think I always just assumed it was somebody like that. Okay. And never thought to think, that oh, Tommy maybe it's Chung. Tommy yeah. Chung. Like, because Tommy Chung wasn't in jail for that. He was in jail for a completely different thing, which yeah. is pr- actually legal in California now. But. Other than that, like, you know, like it was, it's, it's very strange. It's yeah. a weird pool. It was a very weird because line. it's not, it's not relevant. Relevant. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just, he could, if he just wanted to say someone who was in jail, he could have said anybody. And I guess he just did. Yeah. Yeah. You go to jail. Like maybe uh, Tommy was Tommy a buddy. Chung, I'm yeah. sure Tommy's a buddy of his. So sure. it's like, hey. maybe. Or maybe he's not. And he's I like, ha Remember when Tommy was in jail? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> strange things. Strange things. Yep. You want to talk about the video? Sure. 
Right, Plimpton. It's Plimpton. It's Bill yep. Plimpton, uh, who also did Al's TMZ video later. Uh, this was released on August 22nd, like I said, 2006 on Yahoo Music. Yahoo! Yay. Um, and it's his like weird sketch thing. It starts yeah. out full color and then slowly becomes more sketchy yeah. and less and less color. Yep. It's weird. I like that. I, I've always liked Plimptoons. He's just very odd. He, yeah, he has this very unique style. It's like scratch, you know, what they call scratch animation, yep. like the rough drafts before they color it all in. Like he, that's yep. his whole style. Like, nope, he doesn't go past that. Yeah, it's almost you get like the gist. The animatronics before they actually fill in with the CGI yeah, kind of stuff. Exactly. Only like pencil and stuff. Yep. But but it's strange. I think I like him in like thirty seconds uh-huh. bits, but yeah. like a three minute video is a lot of that. It's yeah. a lot of like, did did they not? do the last run of this video. You know what I mean? Like, right. did, did they go, Oh, well we we're going to hire another guy to work over this, but then, Oh, the budget got low. Uh, we're just going to do this. If it had been an unknown guy, it would have probably been that feeling, but yeah, he's but so famous. Is, no, that's know, his style. So it works. It because still, it's him. It still feels like that for me though. Yeah. I don't know. I think I like it. It's very interesting. It's, you know, it's a great take on the video on the song without being extremely literal. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, but not really. It's actually really. pretty violent yeah. in a weird way. It takes yeah. into the dystopian kind of like, here's like the worst case scenario of what they want to do to these people for downloading a song. Here's And it just goes with the story without literally doing the story, which yeah. I like. And honestly, the video takes more of a side of somebody. It, it yeah. does seem a little bit more anti-R-I-A-A than, than Al's song. Al's, because at no point during the video does he show the, the kid doing anything outrageous or anything like that. Nope. He, you know... Um, and, and at the end, the kid learns his lessons. So that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> After dying in the, yeah. in his dream in his dream. Yeah. Uh, and the death scene is very reminiscent of white heat when James Cagney is on the top of the thing. Yes. And yes, he's like, yes. uh, something about his mom yeah. or something like, mom, I did it. I'm on top of the yeah, world ma, or whatever. Did yeah. Yeah. Ma, I did yeah. It. I'm top of the world. Ma, top of the world. Yeah. And then Kate Winslet like Kate comes Winslet, up behind yeah. him and you like, know, they yeah. go top of the world. Ma. Top of the world. And she throws him off the door. Yeah, she the throws door. him off. And like, there's no no room on this door for both of us. Get off, James Cagney. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. She does that to everyone. The, she, she will not share a door. That was a prop problem. Yeah? That was a prop problem. Because really? in the script, uh-huh. it says he dies. Uh-huh. And the problem was they just made the door too big. So it yeah. looked so it looks like he could have gotten up. Yeah. So it, I, I like that. That explanation, because you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, in the story, he's supposed to die. The the prop guys just had too much room up there. Like, yeah. yeah. There's a gigantic door. There's plenty of room. No, it should have been like half the door or like whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like bar room doors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those those (laughs) horse stall doors. Uh, Good times. Good times. So the video is interesting. It's it's good. I just... I don't know if I'd want to watch it several times. I hadn't seen it in so long. I was like watching it again for the first time. And I was like, man, I appreciate this video. I really like Plimpton. The transitions so, between scenes go really well. Like yeah. he really does like the, the, the car hits, goes off a cliff and hits the ground. And then it becomes the yeah. gavel of the judge. Uh-huh. And then the kick line at the end uh, invokes yeah. a little bit more of the feeling of the actual parody song that he's trying to do. And it, yeah. I think it works. It I think does. it works. I just, you just don't like it. Don't love it or anything okay. like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, fun little bit of controversy with this song. There is? Yes. That's why it's fun. Uh, MTV, when this video came out, MTV was going to show it, but then they came back to Alan and were like, hey, we're not going to show it unless you censor out the names of all the services you used. 
Really? Like wow, Kazan, LimeWire, Lime and all that stuff. Yeah. So he had to go in and edit that out. Oh, so they actually did it. So apparently, wow. well, because he liked the animation he and, okay. it, and stuff, so he was like, I want to do it. But apparently, and I could not find the video, but apparently he beeps it out so blatantly that it's obviously like <laughs> you know censored. What? Like, you know what oh. I mean? Because he was trying to be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what was even funnier is most people I don't think even knew about it. I don't even know if they, Al doesn't even know if they aired it on MTV after that. But in 2008, MTV was trying to do a video online service kind of thing where you'd, uh, like Hulu kind of thing where you could watch a whole bunch of videos online. Uh -huh. And so that was one of the videos that they put up online oh, and yeah. people were finding it and going, why is this censored? This is dumb. Yeah. And so they talk, you know, so, so it become a, so there was all these articles from two years later wow. about the censorship. That's and at awesome. that point, I think LimeWire didn't exist anymore. And one of the other ones didn't exist anymore. Yeah. So it wouldn't even make any sense. Right. right. But that's the video that MTV had. So it's just funny. Yeah. More it's kind of funny. Yeah. 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 I think Kazaa is still kind of hanging in there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So it was just amusing to me, I think, that that happened. And yeah. Uh, there's, there is one song. What was it? Oh, um, Ween. Uh huh. Not Ween. Not Ween. Weedus. Weedus. Okay. Weedus has, uh, he comes to, uh, he brings a gun to school. They bleep gun and it sounds way worse. <laughs> yeah. Because he brings a beep to school and you're like, what did he bring? Like, like <laughs> it's so over the edge. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a, one of those moments where censoring makes it even stranger. Jimmy Kimmel kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Exactly. But before the, like, that yeah, existed. Yeah. Um, but that's this, where you got that idea from. Yeah, exactly. No, it is. I mean, yeah, that, that's funny. an old idea. I think we've yeah. even played with it before yeah, Jimmy course. Kimmel did. Like, like, yeah, just, yeah. just randomly beep things. It would be funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this video was nominated for an Annie Award. Oh, really? Yeah. What's an Annie Award? It's an animation award. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it lost to Ice Age, No Time for Nuts, which is a short. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill Plimpton actually also did a Kanye West video, believe it or not. I don't believe yeah, it. It is. I saw it. I watched wow. it. I don't remember the name of the song, but I watched it. Okay. Uh, and then we need to go back to how awesomely ironic it was that Al released this for free and put it up so people could download it and not download it illegally. Like he did it for free. Yeah. Sort of like he does with the James Blunt yeah. um, parody. But like the fact that so many people, they, and it was just joyous on yeah, the forum. You go great. to that time period yeah. and they're just like, I'm downloading the song. Don't download this song. It's funny. Yeah. It's brilliant. The irony behind that was amazing. I think. Yes. It was intentional irony. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. So that, is that actually ironic if it's intentional? You can be intentionally ironic. I mean, yeah. the millennials are doing it all yeah, over the place. I guess so. Yeah. That's no. fashionably ironic. <laughs> fashionably ironic. Okay. Uh, so what is your favorite lyric? That's a good question. Uh, mine is, you kind of already touched on it, but... Um, whoa, I don't remember that part of the whoa, line. Whoa. You already kind of touched on it. Yeah. But I'm saying it again. Yeah. Don't download, download this song. song. I'm gonna say it over and over again. Don't. Yeah. You've already touched on it. Whoa. <laughs> Why do you see? sound like Michael Jackson? Because he should have been in the song. He should have... See, you. I, that's my point. Should have had that in there. Little Michael Jackson. Seems like the, the wrong time to bring in Michael Jackson. <laughs> Maybe some Devo or something. Like a, 
maybe a French Nighter. Don't download this song. Why yeah, not? See, see, I think see? that would ruin it. It wouldn't it make would any not. sense. It would not because no. it would it would turn into a sketch, not okay, a song. Fine, whatever. Anyways, my favorite lyric uh, is: "Doesn't matter if you're a grandma or seven year old girl, they'll treat you like the evil harbit and criminal scum you are." Yes, I yes, like yes. that. Criminal well, and that's, scum. That's the thing. This is the perfect example of the song of the thing we were talking about, like near the beginning of the podcast. Like when we first started with the the owl twist, uh-huh. and the first half of the song is that it's yeah. it's like the R I A A is crazy. Look at all the crazy stuff yeah. they're doing, but then it goes. And my favorite lyric is, um, "Don't take away money from artists just like me. How else can I afford another solid gold Humvees and diamond studded swimming pools? These things don't grow on trees." So all masking is, is everybody, please. please yeah. Um, and just like concepts like imagine a diamond studied swimming pool. Yeah. That would hurt. It would. It would be red yeah. all the time because people would be like, yeah. like imagine just like. Well, it could be polished diamonds, like smooth diamonds. That's, but then it's not studded. It's still studded. No, studded dazzled. means you, you can't stud something with polished diamonds. Sure you can. No, you can't. I think you can. What do you think? Can you stud a swimming pool with polished diamonds without cutting your feet on them? I think you can. Okay. Let's ask Kanye West. I'm yes, sure he's done yes, it. Yes. And uh, uh, Lars Ulrich is in the song. Yep. That's fun because yep. he was a big part of that whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I remember what everybody's like, he used to trade CD, like tapes of records with his, with like he had a club to do that. Yeah. And now he doesn't want us doing these things. I, yeah. I just, it's crazy. Remember Lars. 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 And Tommy. Uh, so, right. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's that song. Mm. Uh, we are done. If have, you we haven't rated it. Oh, let's rate it then. Between one to five lime wires, because I've been forgetting to throw out the things. Okay. One to five lime wires that will destroy your hard drive. I killed the computer with lime uh, wires. We've heard already, yeah, already in already a story. That. Yeah. So yeah, lime wire. Lime wire. All the, downloading all those fake Weird Al songs. Yep. Yep. Yep, that's what I did. Uh, that like cursed in the first five minutes, and you're like, well, this is clearly not Weird Al. Yeah. Jeez. So, uh, yeah. One to five. One to five. Um, um, go ahead. Yeah, I three. I don't know. Maybe this is just a bunch of like middle of the line yeah. songs. We're doing, we're doing a run of like mediocre songs, apparently. I don't know. I hope that's not just because we've been doing the podcast for so long. No, it just, it's just the run that we have right now. They're okay. not like anything spectacular. Nothing really horrible. Okay. So they're just like these are like the kind of like you're. Gonna I mean, have we can only review "Got a Boogie" once. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> I think you have another "Got a Boogie" coming up from things you've said in the past. Uh oh. But uh, no, I. I tend to agree on this one. I'm going to actually go a little bit lower. I'm going to do a 2.5 on this one. Okay. Right. Nope, nope. Actually lower. I'm going two. Straight two. Okay. Yep. Straight two in it. Yep. All right. Uh, if you have an opinion about this song, uh, let us know. Call us up at 302-72-WEIRD. That's 302-72-WEIRD. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yep. Uh, anything for the fans, uh, Steve? I love you guys. Yep. Thanks for uh, listening. If you listen to uh, us on iTunes or any other uh, place where you can get uh, uh, download podcasts. songs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> download songs, uh, rate and review us. Give us five stars and uh, give us a rating, and uh, we'll look at those and uh, laugh along with you guys. <laughs> yes, please do. We love those ratings. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. Thanks very much, and uh, Bu- we'll see you uh, in a little bit. Bye. Bye bye. Don't take away money. Just like me